Hello, and welcome to our second coronavirus diary episode of the History of Yugoslav Football Podcast, updating you on what's going on in uh, the former Yugoslavia when it comes to the resumption of football. And since we did the last one of these a couple of weeks ago, uh, there has been quite a bit going on. And we know um, when about half the leagues will be back with the other three. Um, We have a fair idea whether or not they will be coming back. Um, We'll start firstly with those that aren't confirmed to be coming back yet, um, as they can be dealt with relatively quickly. Um, Firstly, we have Kosovo uh, and North Macedonia, which are both at the same stage of planning at this point. Uh, Both of them are looking into it. There's absolutely no information as to whether there will be a continuation of football at this point. For Macedonia, the current vibe is that they are waiting for an update from the health ministry um, coming this next week. Um, So I'm recording this on the 16th. Um, So week starting the 18th of May. Should it not be a positive update, then obviously the league itself will be postponed. Teams haven't yet really gone back to training. So there is certainly a material doubt even if um, they are permitted to go back as to when the league can get itself started and what sort of schedule we'll be following. As I say, with Kosovo, they're not even at that point yet. Um, There's just plain no news. Um, The third unknown nation at the moment is Bosnia and Herzegovina. Now, they're in quite an interesting situation in so much as the... Government has basically said, you can start playing, you can start training, you can carry on, basically. But, obviously you have to have um, biosecurity measures in place now, if you want to play football. And the prevailing view within the FA is that the infrastructure at grounds and within the nation as a whole is not good enough for it to be possible to put into place those measures. They are looking at finding out whether it can be done, but at the moment, if you were to put odds on it, you'd probably say it's 60-40, maybe even 70-30, that the league itself will conclude early due to the lack of ability to put in biosecurity measures. Uh, Obviously, the extra couple of months that postponing ending the season and waiting until August to come in with next season, the the 2021 season, um, would buy them quite a bit of time to be able to get all that in place. And I think that's certainly the most likely scenario as things stand. So, with the ones with less than an update dealt with we'll go to the ones who definitely are carrying on we'll start in the south with Montenegro uh, they are definitely back restarting 30th of May but 
the league schedule itself for actually what's going to go on from then isn't yet confirmed. We're working on the assumption that it will be a full schedule. However, it's worth noting that there's 13 games to play, which is the most of any uh, of the leagues that we look at at this point. So it's going to be relatively difficult to actually fit all of that in. Um, We'll certainly see as to what's going to happen with that. Going up to Serbia now. Definitely, again, returning at the end of May on the 30th. But it is a curtailed season. So the league had gotten to 26 games played out of 37. If you know your Serbian Superliga, uh, which I'm not going to assume everyone does, so I'll sort of quickly give a run through after, um, you'll know that the teams play each other home and away, and then you go into a playoff section. So there's 30 games, which is the home and away section, and then the final seven games are against the other members of the top or bottom eight, depending on which group your uh, prior performance has enabled your entry to. The playoff section of the season has been cancelled. So, yes, they will be returning at the end of May, but they will be returning for four games only. When it comes to league maths, what this essentially means is that Sven and Fiesta are champions. Um, They went into the coronavirus hiatus 11 points ahead. And given that there are now only four games left and only 12 points to play for, logic says that they will probably be crowned champions uh, on the 30th of May. But there is also league reconstruction to deal with. So the second tier itself has been put into similar measures. And ordinarily, you would have the top two teams the second tier promoted then third and fourth play off against each other and then they play off against the third from bottom in the Superliga relegation from the Superliga has been cancelled this season which gives Mac Spatch and Brad Beograd a reprieve and the league will expand to 20 for next season with the top four in the second tier being promoted so this will definitely be Graphicar, Metalach, as the top two. Um, they were extremely likely to be promoted anyway. Behind them, you have the rather uh, more interesting maths between Batscha, Satipo, and Dubrava Timkabel. Um, now, Dubrava Timkabel had been penalised 10 points at the start of the season um, and had the penalty not been imposed they would be top because they're quite good um, so there is certainly some uncertainty about um, which teams exactly will take that up they'll certainly be glad for the reprieve and the chance to uh, be able to earn their way into the Superliga even with that penalty we'll obviously see how it goes from now on Going north a bit further now, we go to Croatia. 
Again, they're definitely returning on the 30th of May, and the full league season will play out for the top two tiers. Um, in terms of intrigue, Dinamo again are extremely likely to be champions. They're sort of in a similar situation to Sven and Zvezda, uh, in so much as they have a large lead. Um, obviously, they wouldn't be confirmed as champions on the 30th of May because there's about 10 games left in Croatia. But um, it won't be that long after. Certainly, the races to look out for will be um, the race to get the other European places. So, for the for the nineteen twenty season only, um, the Croatian top flight is carrying a second Champions League place, um, which therefore also means you get your um, Europa League places go down a step. And there are five teams fighting it out fairly closely for that, which is uh, Rijeka, Ostiek, Hajduk, Lokomotiva, and HNK Gorica. Now, to be fair, Gorica have dropped off that particular chase somewhat um, with what happened at the first part of the spring. Um, but we'll certainly harbour hopes that they can recover that uh, with 10 games to go. Um, but the other four are divided only by five points uh, between Rijeka in second and Osijek in fifth. So certainly for that second Champions League place, it will be quite a hard-fought battle. Um, the other uh, will be the relegation battle. Uh, at the bottom, Istra, Intersapresic and Varusin are separated by only two points, um, with only two uh, going into the actual relegation mix-up should we say. Um, so the Inter have had financial issues during coronavirus very publicly and it would probably be fair to suspect they will be the ones who will face the drop, uh, or at least automatically. Finally, we go that little bit further north again to Slovenia. Slovenia is definitely coming back. The date isn't 100% certain it will either be the 3rd, the 6th or the 10th of June that they return and they will basically be going Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday and so on and so forth from here till the end of the season um, the second tier has been ended with Copair automatically promoted back to the top flight and uh, NK and the Grigia, um, entering a the promotion playoff, assuming that that continues as normal. That isn't one hundred percent confirmed as yet, and obviously will um, crystallize as the weeks go on. There are eleven play games to play in the Slovenian top flight, and that particular uh, top flight has a nice fun title race. So in there we've got Olympia. Uh, on 50 points, Celia and Lumini are 45, and Maribor uh, on 43. Obviously, Maribor are a bit changed since the uh, start of this crisis. Um, at the start of it, they still had Darko Milanic and Sako Savic at the club, and now they have neither. They have uh, Olivia Bogatinov uh, as director of football and uh, Segai Ikirovic as manager. With 11 games to go, certainly definitely all to play for there. And uh, I think it will definitely be a very exciting 
end to the season. Um, there are a couple of um, variables, and this isn't something that's specific to Slovenia. This is something that applies to um, all leagues. Uh, so variables that we just don't know, um, which is probably best described with the term volatility. Um, you obviously do have players who are a bit streaky, um, very much subject to variations in their form. And this sprint format uh, to the end of the season will certainly have a big impact on those players who may produce a lot more than they would ordinarily be expected to. Um, in leagues such as the Bundesliga and the English Premier League, etc., um, it's possibly more of a factor because players don't normally get a two-month break in the middle of the season, whereas in all of these leagues, these uh, these regions, uh, players do obviously have a very much an extended winter break between December and uh, mid-February at least. So it will certainly be interesting to see if um, some of the players who started the spring in great form went into a very condensed schedule at the start of spring, as there always is, will be able to just pick up where they left off and certainly there'll be form books that will require being chucked out of a window um, for some. Um, obviously, this podcast is here for you as that uh, period carries on. Um, we will do another one of this, these uh, coronavirus updates as and when um, there is more to update, essentially, uh, probably when football comes back, um, which uh, will be, well, I say I'm recording this on the 16th of May, so it will be in a fortnight uh, that we will finally be able to welcome football back into the former Yugoslavia um, after two and a half months of hiatus, and it will be, uh, trust me, very welcome, certainly in this part of the parish anyway. Um, thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for your interest in all things Yugoslav football. Um, as we're going forward with the podcast, um, we'll probably look and do a couple more current affairs um, podcasts shall we say, as the first uh, edition of these coronavirus stories seem to be quite well received. Uh, and I think as much as uh, people are extremely interested in the history, and that is the point of this podcast, as evidenced by the title, uh, people are also interested in what's going on in the here and now, uh, particularly at these uncertain times. So thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And... I'll catch you next time.